I cannot believe it's already the end of the year. I'm still trying to process everything that happened in 2020. And 2022 is basically here. By the time you guys are hearing this episode, it's going to be pretty close. And whether you're ready for it or not, it's a new year. My only request, be safe. Gets a little hectic out there on New Year's Eve. So be safe, have fun, and buckle up because who knows what 2022 is going to bring. So without further ado, please give it up for Alex Vasilovich and Brendan Balsley. as you can do okay. in the pre-daw as you can like yeah that sounds better before like, it hits the fucking i'm still so new to all the audio stuff i'm just like learning as i go yeah this that's been, my mo like, chasing all the analog stuff for the past like i don't know at least for like two years now you've been like every to buy up random analog shit everybody just like you know just all the music homies you know they'll like come around and then it's like it's like i don't have any space for this so they'll just like leave it in the studio and it's just like compiling compiling i'll just grab shit you know and it's like now we got the whole like recording studio where we got the, uh, dude, we'll have to, we'll have to get you over for it. Yeah. But I haven't even, I haven't even told Alex yet, but, um, fucking, we got the, the Willet studio session coming up in February. Hey. What is that? Big fat recording. Well, with the last album, we like rented out cabin out in the woods, seven days, you know, just full fucking album, eight songs, three ounces of mushrooms. Yeah. Oh shit. Three in ounces. seven days. Full yeah. album. Eight songs, seven days, just fucking pump it out and just got all the boys, just all the fucking creative, just like crazy talented musicians. One space, fuck ton of drugs, and it's like, just go ham. Only way to do it. Yeah, it's the only way to do it, dude. Damn. But yeah, we got another one coming up. Been talking with Corey. Get uh get like we got four days set aside, get one song, you know, but like it's not pre written or anything. And just go in. It's like don't worry about more than that. Just get one song done. Get it finished, and then mix it song. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that famous in Russia? That's or cocaine ghost train. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't know yet. Oh shit. Yeah, probably not. Depends on the Russia, but... on the vibe that comes out of the song. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I um, I'm pretty excited. You remember uh, a couple years ago, I like gave you guys this organ that didn't work. That is like yeah, yeah. You got that working? No, no, but I found a guy in Georgia that is able to replace some of the parts and repair these, like, totally obsolete motherboards of these, like, uh, $1,000, like, Korg organs from the early 2000s, late 90s. Korgans, if you will. Korgans. And they really, they're, like, the closest thing you can get to a digital version of, like, the Hammond B3 organ, which is, like, that classic, like, 70s organ sound you hear on, like, um, Leonard Skinner and, like, all these other, like, random uh, people that used organs back then. And I have two of them, and so I'm getting both of them fixed. And then they go for like a grand, maybe like eleven hundred or twelve hundred in each. Like when because you can't buy them, like they're they're kind of obsolete at this point. And um, they have this like weird thing with the motherboards where they just stop working and never 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 work. come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> this this one place is able to actually like um, 
repair them and make them better. Like they add like more sounds to them. So they sound even more like a B3 and uh, it gives them like properties with the CX3 as well as the BX3, which is another Korg organ. Okay. And so I'm probably going to either sell one or give one to my sister who like originally got me the two organs, but it's going to be a sweet organ. And that's, that's like, crazy. Uh, yeah. We got that other one. Where is that other one? I think that Corey, I think it's at like Corey's mom's house or something. I don't know. That'd be a crazy vibe though. Another organ. No, the the one that you gave the one that you gave to us. No, I have both of them. You have both of them. Yeah, yeah. You guys oh, brought okay, it back because okay, you couldn't okay. fix it. So. <laughs> Take that back. So when you guys are gonna make a song, you kind of have to wait till everybody gets back together, right? Is everybody else local? Well, I mean, there's. I feel like there's a ton of ways to do it because you can't just be like, oh hey, we made this. Like, can you jump on it? Or it can be like send over the track. I guess on my take. Like, my take on on that is like, you know, every single like it's so cool because like. It's like everybody, like the artists, you know, or like everybody's making their own stuff, like their own, like completely unique things. And then like when it comes together, it's from abundance. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like, it's like there's so much creative energy and so much like creative potential that like it can't help but like flow over into the fucking the group projects, you know, like it's like if multiple directors, like famous directors of movies that have been, like, directing their own shit for, for years and years, like, all come together and, like, join in to direct some, like, crazy movie. It kind of feels like Exactly. That. Just but, personalities. And there's got to be a crazy feeling when everybody's in that room together and you guys are oh, doing man. shrooms and doing shit and it's just everything's flowing and it's all coming together. Wake up, drums. You know, like, like that vibe. It's just like, it's just like when you're, like, making something like that and it's, like, it's only, like, one take, you know, or, like, a couple, like, takes blended together but it's, like, just seconds passing and it's like the way the lights coming in the room and just like the exact way the room's set up and you just hear those reverberations and it's like nobody can hear that but it's like that to me is like everything and when you listen to it you like can you do you me a favor feel... just pull it a little bit closer to your... you can yeah stretch it out there to you you need. when when you like uh when you hear it later on it's like it just brings back all the memories of when you're making it so like this last album every time i listen to it or I like if I'm listening to the drums, I like hear Lucas and August like both going out. This is like uh, makes me crack up because like at some points in the recording process, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And <laughs> yeah. then it all came together. It sounded really good. So, how many of you guys are in the band? Well, I mean, it's always kind of just been like the the conceptual like, what is the best band we can put together at the moment? You know, mm-hmm. it's like everybody's been going to school. Everybody's been like working on their own things. You know, like different projects. But it's like it all has to like go away to come back together. Because so, like after a certain point of like just playing with one core group of people, it's like you max out. It's like I got to go run and hide and like figure out some new shit, you know, to like be able to bring back to the table in order to like progress. But It's almost like you guys know each other's shit too well. Well, we don't want to step on each other's toes. It's oh, happened like too much. So you really got to like go do your own thing for a tiny bit to be able to come back and actually like. Yeah, that's probably the hard part of playing with a bunch of people is everyone's kind of got their own thing. But for that record, for the last record, it was seven individuals who actually like creatively input musically, Mm -hmm. like seven distinct like voices that went into it. And so you guys went in there blank and just said, in seven days, we're going to come out with an album. Well, I mean, these guys have been playing the songs for like a long time. They've been gigging most of the songs. Okay. So like the songs were down that's why i think it was so uh easy to just every day like all right drums bass and then like, like a couple days later all right guitars vocals like they just busted it out like super quick 
But. Yeah. No, the songs were definitely written, um, definitely like rehearsing them over and over. Like some, like, uh, like winter, what would that have been? 2019. Yeah. Like winter 2019, just going hard, hard on like rehearsing. And then it's like a good idea, you know, cause like not everybody was rehearsing all the time, but it's like these people are like coming in and like interacting with the music and like going. So it's like just trying very hard to make everybody represented as much as they were a part of the music, you know, from the get go. Cause it's like, there's definitely the core, like, like band that's been like playing shows and like, you know, doing that. But then also just like, it's always more than that too. Yeah. 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 I think the best part was like the uh, rhythmic aspects. Cause like when I'm in Santa Cruz, not playing with these guys, like uh, I know like the, core of most of the songs like the vibes of them but then like um with lucas the uh, new drummer there's like august and there's lucas and this guy lucas he like adds such a flair of rhythm to the band that like um every time i come to play with them and we do one of the songs that we've played before they'll be like new little i don't know just like simple little like pauses or things like put random places but that's like really what i think gives a lot of life to the songs is just like a Huh. That little nuance. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nuance. cool, man. That's what you can't compose or account for either. You know, it's like you can never like think of that stuff. Like, you know, it's like get the chords, get the melodies, and then trust that everybody else can take it way farther than you could like possibly think it up, you know, and then just like capture it. So when you played, you said you did you were doing like a festival or something last weekend. Was that with the band or was that solo? Oh uh, yeah, that was with the band. We Welcome. we ended up like like a couple bands in Arcata ended up renting out like the vets hall, but there was like good turnout. It was like a whole bunch of artists too. And then it was like pretty much HSU kids and whatnot, but like it's probably like hundred, 150 people coming and going. We got like a food truck, had the liquor license going. So we were just like, Oh, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's just having a blast. Yeah. It's, you it's guys dope. make a profit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we made like, I think we made like 500 bucks between like the bands, you know, not a lot, but, but still it's fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Trying to, trying to keep that stuff going. You know, like, COVID's made the shows. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Challenging, but you just do it when you can, when you feel like it's safe, and it's like, it's young people. It's like, show up if you aren't going to, like, get yeah. sick, get other people <laughs> yeah. sick. If you're going to get really sick, know. just get out yeah, of here. Go yeah, away, yeah, go away. Yeah, we don't want you here. Well, that's fucking you guys, weak ass immune systems. Yeah, right? <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. Were you guys touring pretty hard before COVID hit? Um, Not particularly. Trying to trying to get, like, I, w- I really want to start, like, traveling more mm. with it. We were talking about getting one going in early January. Kind of fell through. Like, I think we're going to end up playing a show in East Bay, like, on the 8th. But I'm thinking like May or June, trying to get like go up north for a weekend, have it just booked out, you know, like like Portland, Eugene, Ashland, come back down, maybe like work a week, head back down the next week, East Bay, San Fran, Santa Cruz, you know, something like that. Just like keeping it simple and just keeping it rolling. Yeah, do a nice little stretch. Yeah, yeah. Damn, man, that's exciting. Yeah, that's, that's cool. We were talking about music beforehand have you been is that what you've been working on since high school is pretty much just music 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 i've been doing a lot of the uh i mean work just like i've had the same job since like senior year and then what are you uh, doing i've been working i'm working for this tech company like it's like a silicon valley tech company but they like bought the framework for this like palliative care program 
that like Stockter, you know, Michael Fratkin, he like sort of like pioneered this whole new concept of how to like deal with end of life care, which is more focused around like staying in the home and getting like, like providers and specialists to the person so they can like focus on staying comfortable instead of like super like challenging staying on the phone. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. So a lot, I've been doing a lot of the groundwork and like bringing people things and connecting people with resources like during COVID and whatnot. Super like fulfilling work. Just oh, super cool. like, yeah. Keeps the music going. Keeps. Yeah. And then, uh, the backpack and we've been trying to go backpacking as much as possible. Like, Oh no shit. Where at? Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the best ones have been in uh Trinity Alps. Oh, like yeah. beautiful. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We did a lot of, a lot of hunting growing up throughout the Alps up in Trinity. Oh yeah. yeah. Come on. It's where, beautiful. where do you guys hunt out there? We, uh, we used to have a small little cabin up, uh, kind of outside Trinity center. And so oh, okay. we were like right on this, not in the Alps, but on a lower mountain. And we just go, I mean, you can quad back there. You can do, you can just anything. Yeah. For days yeah. and never come across anybody else. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Jeez. That sounds yeah. crazy. It was, it was way cool. But I, I've yet to actually backpack into the Alps and like hike up to one of the lakes and stay overnight or anything. But yeah. that's definitely on the bucket list. The They're longest crazy. one we did was like, uh, I think like four days or something like that. Five days. I don't know, but that was like that was dope because at the top of it we were at these meadows and it was um, all snowy and uh, so there's like direct runoff from the snow going in this little creek. We like go in there and like uh, take little like baths in this like ice cold water and then go like uh, hang out by the fire. And uh, I don't know something about it is just so uh, it's like uncomfortable to the point where it's really comfortable because you're just like. All right, I'm gonna survive really well out here. And, yeah, uh, you're so deep. You're so deep in it that it's like you stop worrying about the comforts. You stop worrying about anything. It's like, okay, I've got my nutrition plan for the next few days. You know, like I'm gonna survive this. Like it hurts like hell walking up these mountains, but then you're like up at the top of them, and it's like you see the taller one. You know, it's like, <laughs> yep. it's like, okay, that's next. There's something about like physical exertion like that that just is worth it. It sucks in the minute, like in the moment when you're working through it, but then you reach that peak or you hit that lake and you're like, oh yeah, this was, this was worth it. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. humbling in a weird way. All the challenging stuff. It's like, it's like the only way to make life like not challenging is to like do as many challenging things as you can. Well, it's going to be challenging no matter what. It's just like, you're going to be depressed as fuck if you're not like <laughs> yeah. trying to do those really challenging things. It's like, yeah. It's hard exactly. either way. Yeah. Right. And if you're just doing hard things that you hate doing, then it's just going to suck. It's got to be something hard that you enjoy that's like, okay, it's going to be worth it in the end. Learning how to enjoy the suffering a little bit, too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people struggle with that. I mean, especially in this day and age, it's really easy to try and, like, just maximize the easiness of life. But, like, it's always going to be hard as fuck. And it's going to be trippy in, like, a really bad way if, like that hard times like come at you when you've been like living in this like really posh like easy life the whole time you know i feel like if you don't train yourself for like some bad times then when they come it's gonna be like i feel like that's what's hitting us right now yeah everybody was living in this bubble and then covid hit and everyone's like oh this is not okay yeah. exactly. like i don't know how to handle this put some realism to it but it makes you realize like okay like like with a little bit of labor like that's how you make your ideal kind of world you know it almost takes like it almost takes like 
you know, like, it's not like, it's not necessarily like masculinity, but it's like, it's like, just like the ability to get it done. You know, it's like, okay, if we can just get all these things done, then we just get to like vibe. Like we just get all the fruits, like of all of it, you know, like the records, you know, like just the lifestyle, like all of it. You can't just relax. You gotta, you gotta put in the work to be able to relax. The work, man. Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people just want the gratification at the end of it and not put in the hard work, the grind to get there. Right. And it's, it's like maximizing time. And it's like, you know, at, at a certain, at a certain point, you know, I don't even know. All right, you guys, this is, um, this is growing pains with, uh, Brandon Balsley and Alex Vasilovich. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. So how's it been Brendan since we uh, came into possession of this podcast? Like, uh, we just uh, yeah, ever since ever since Alex and I hijacked this podcast, um, usurped you might say. Life's been pretty good. The stacks have been rolling in. Yeah, just the straight cash flow. <laughs> Taking control of the bank account of Growing Pans was mm. the best part by far. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, the the assets are really are really flowing out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was just trying to spread the love. <clears throat> Once we tapped. Uh, <laughs> could go a lot of places once we tapped uh nick's bank account and um got all his routing numbers and things life just uh got a lot easier yeah, yeah feel free to pay off all those bills where you guys are at it college tuition's hitting deep <laughs> so you guys want to start with this uh this blunt yeah do you smoke blunts yeah yeah like uh like Elon Musk's most blunts. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> iconic. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, did you see that podcast? I watched. Uh, I watched him smoke that blunt for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What are what are some of your like uh, your podcast goals like? I, I don't honestly. Ashtray? I don't really have. Oh, let me snag that. You guys are running the show again. <laughs> All right, All time right. for the uh, time for the musical Red solo cup ashtray in my face. Every time I am a disgrace, I say, no, I'm not. I was just kidding. But if I like fiddling, uh, I don't play a violin. But if I did, I'd be akin to some good ass music. Because that's the shit. Uh, cool. And we're back. And we're back. Where am I? Wow. So you guys going to start rapping next too? Is that on the, start. On the bucket list? Never stop. <laughs> Never stop. Never stop. <laughs> Day one. Uh. How would you guys classify your music? What would you say? What would you say that sound is? I mean, I guess it's an individual question, Brennan. What would you? Uh... We've been we've been making. When we come together, I feel like we make like we make like pop music, but it's like it's like a more psychedelic, funky sort of like like open, free, jazzy sort of like because you have the pop songs. Like I just like writing pop songs. That's what I like writing. And then like everybody comes on top of it, and then it's like. You can just spread it out. Mm-hmm. So it like creates like the, you know. Everyone just comes on top of it and you spread that out. Yeah. yeah that's what <laughs> that I'm talking about. Sound just, great. <laughs> fucking fat sonic orgies is pretty much. And when did it, when did the band start? 
I mean, you guys have been playing shit since I would say high like, school. Since the beginning of Fluff is when we really like started all. Fluff, I forgot about Fluff. That was in high school, right? It was Fluff? That was yeah. Yeah, that was like the end of high school. I mean, we had that. We had that like. Uh, Three of us had that guitar class. You know what I'm talking about? I think that yeah. was where the uh, back in the day the conceptualization happened. And how'd you come up with the name Fluff? Which great name, by the way. I don't we, know if we can talk about. I don't that. know if Ooh. we can actually. Can we talk about that? I don't know if we can talk about that. But I mean, that band is kind of in the past at this point. Maybe we like divulge the I story. Think we can, I think we can talk about it. it. It's a pretty traumatic story. Oh no. Um, but uh, we were like, we we're like, we we're like cruising, you know, like, like trying to think of band names. And uh, you know, all crammed in the in the tiny little truck, and cat ran right out in front of the road, like two a.m. Oh shit! So it's like, so it's like, Alex looks traumatized over here. It's sad, man. It's pretty traumatizing, but totally just like, as a cohesive unit, murdered this cat, and then it's like, we've got to do something about this. We asked the neighbors if they had a shovel we could borrow, and they're like, yeah, we got a shovel you could borrow. Was it their cat? No, it was, oh. it was, I don't know if the neighbors ever realized how their cat died, but if they listen to this podcast, they're, they're going to know. Out. Yeah, they're going to know. They're going to know now. So we, should we tell them where we? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not where, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah, don't divulge the exact location. But we like, you know, we like took the neighbor's shovel the who like saw the whole thing and, you know, had like a whole ceremony for it. And we were like, we we're like, okay, this has to be, you know, since we're out here looking for a band name, you know, it's like, this has to be it. Fluff. Fluff. Fluff it. Because it was a fluffy cat. I don't know who said fluff originally. That'll be like a really good piece of info to know. But yeah, I don't I don't know either. I don't know either. But don't matter. Kinda comes together, you know? Pretty grotesque though. It, it's it's incredibly traumatic. Scarred you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Deeply. I can see it in your eyes. It yeah. looks like it was it's still right there. Yeah. Every time I pass by the area where we ended up burying it. Yeah, I always turn the music down. It's like a yeah. <laughs> moment of silence. People in the car with me, are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like, Shh. I can't tell you, but we can tell the we can tell the world on this uh, podcast now. And so, Fluff was born, and that was back in high school. Yeah, I think that was senior year. I think it was senior year. Might have been like right after. You guys oh. killed a cat, and the band was born. Right. That's how that goes, though. Like, <laughs> that's all, that's all, how it goes. All great things, you know, like come from just fucking murder. I think you got to get brought together somehow. Yeah, true. That does seem like it would be a real bonding experience. I uh, was you got a first butt getting on your lower lip. <laughs> Appreciate you. I was first learning to drive, and uh, I think I was riding with my sister, or I was driving my sister in her car, and I hit a bird hard. And it just bounced off the windshield and flipped up over the hood of the car and into the back. Oh, I was no. like, okay. I still remember that. That was probably sophomore year. Jeez. I didn't start a band, though. I wasn't, yeah, I didn't realize that was a necessity. <laughs> you started a podcast. No, but I did start a podcast. That's that's the thing about, like, not letting it, like, not letting it out, you know, like, like that trauma. Like, I'm sure that it's going to come, come out one of these days and something, like. You know, that bird's like... I'm going to just start crying on the podcast one day. And yeah. that's when it's going to go. Yeah, it's just like... I mean, well, what's wrong, Nick? It's just it's growing it's pains. Bird. Yeah, growing pains. Exactly. <laughs> How do you think I came up with that name? <laughs> that's it. That's what I'm saying. You just start a band, but... but The bird is just growing. bird grew into something else. It's in pain. It's kind of convenient that it just bounced in the back of your truck, though. You didn't have to, like, stop. Yeah, it was weird. And I felt bad about it for a few days. I was like, that bird... 
it just came out of nowhere. But that's life. That's yeah. life. What are you going to do? You cannot stop. Yeah. One day we're all going to be that bird. Exactly. Bouncing off Nick's truck window. I, yeah, I prefer to be a bird that just dies of old age. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I need to get hit by a car. I like the I like the idea of like you know like dying just in some. Rid- oh no, I'm good. I'm working on this now. Ridiculous kind of I, way. I, I kind of like that too, but at the same time, I love that Kenny Rogers song. He says, "Every hand's a winner. Every hand's a loser." But the best that we can hope for is to die in your sleep or something like that. That's what you can hope for. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking... That's that was deep. One. Kenny Rogers? That's the gambler. Oh, my God. You got to know when to hold him. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had you guys bring a guitar. <laughs> I had a little true. jam on here. I feel like that would have... When, uh, when Jordan was on the podcast, he's, he actually rapped, which which was pretty legit. You got it. I mean, I think, I think Alex... And I more than more than even jamming on guitar, just the fucking the vocal jams, just the singing. You guys had it going a few minutes ago. You took over the podcast. I mean, we'll see if that help help my bank account. But <laughs> <laughs> you watch it; it's gonna start flowing in. Yeah, when the I already. I'm pretty going. sure we already have a few donations. <laughs> Got the. Uh, definitely gonna have to like grab those royalties though. Like, I'll give you guys a little kickback, yeah. Yeah. A little kickback. I mean, come on. It's your music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know how music goes. It's like, it's like, you make it, people use it, you just sue them. Do you guys put your stuff out on on the platforms, right? Like Spotify, Apple Music? The last record is. None okay. of the other stuff, really, but. But the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like for the most part, I only really plan on doing Spotify, because it's the only one I use. But That's what I but, used to what I what I kind of think about that is like use one of those services to put them on everything because then you get the then you get the cash from everything. That's true. Have you guys started making any money from that album? Um, yeah, I I, I, I checked in, and I made we made eighteen dollars and thirty six cents off that last record so far, which almost covers the price of uploading it. Oh, it costs you money to upload? Like twenty bucks for like a year. It's pretty trash. Oh shit. It's pretty trash and then they like pay you so little so little but but still you know it's like 18 bucks that's pretty damn good we make i don't know if we made 18 bucks off that album bro <laughs> that's a lot of listens that's a that's, lot of for listens. spotify that's a but lot what of is the, it's what's the, the percentage platforms. cut it's all the platforms it's 0. 0.003 for spotify youtube has a little 0. higher 003 cents per view yeah per listen 0. 0.003 and what is it for YouTube? It's probably point oh oh. I think it's like I think it's one. way better. I think it's like point zero like one, <laughs> like okay. like a cent and like like point oh. I, I don't know. It'd I mean, be much better just to look it up. It's but. really not that bad when you consider it. like if you are a dedicated musician, you have like a lot of stuff out. If you're getting the mills, if you're getting like, like if you have a dedicated following of people listening to your music, like, yeah, you can make pretty decent amount it's still like pretty bad compared to i think i've heard like be making out if you have like forty thousand dedicated fans you're making like minimum wage you know like got like forty thousand monthly listeners that's not crazy though right that's not too bad like for how many people there are around the world listening to oh yeah music, yeah it's like forty thousand is not even a drop in the bucket yeah it's a small town yeah there's what forty thousand people in eureka just gotta get all of everybody to listen yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. No, no big deal. Then you wouldn't even need to be on Spotify. You could just start a cult with all of your yeah. 
You ever you ever hear about about Wolfpack, their silent album that they put up where they like they just told everybody like put this on repeat when you're sleeping. And they made like they made like $20,000 in like a week. Cuz everybody did it. Yeah, and Spotify didn't have like any rules or regulations against that yet. So it was like it was just silent. It was just a silent album. Do you guys think either in the band or in personal like in your personal careers, do you guys think you're going to try to stay independent or sign with a label? If I could sign with a label, I would probably do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I would have to like, there'd probably be like a lot of things you'd want to read through, but yeah, they're trying to take like 90% to like make a project. I, I they're think, offering you to like make an album or two. I think you got to like, you got to stay independent until you can do it by yourself. And then once like everybody's like, like, you have a few people who are like, okay, we want your music because they know it's, like, such high quality that it's, like, it's going to sell. Then it's, like, that's when you, like, pick the one that you want and then, like, you know. That's actually true because, like, them. if you if you're, like, um, having to, like, pander to what the record company wants, you're not going to be making your shit and people probably won't really like it. But <laughs> if you are big enough to survive on your own, then you can make whatever you want and, like... Exactly. Yeah, then you have a little bargaining power. And they'll you still pay you for it. You can't like, be looking up to the labels, you know. You gotta be looking down on the labels, like, like all right, I'll this let is you how give much me that money for that album. Yeah, yeah, that's what worries me is like, is letting them have the power, right? To be to say you have to do this, and they'll get it because they have the lawyers, they have everything. But it also comes down to making what you want to make, I think. And it's like, okay, sign for one record, you know, give me, give me four mil, you know. That's what I think. I think that's what Dominic Fike just did. You know, like one album, four mil. It's like you make whatever you want. And then that's that. So you just, (laughs) so it's like, it's like you make what you want to make just yourself until somebody's like willing to give you a fat chunk of money. And it's like, you're like, okay, I'll take that fat chunk of money from you as long as I can do whatever I want. You could also go like the Young Thug route of just making your own record label and just releasing a shit yeah. ton of music yeah. and racking it in. Like, is that what he did? I believe Young Thug has his own labels. There's a lot of rappers that have their own label. Like, it's... Well, it seems like now is arguably the best time to start, right? Just in anything, in music and podcasting and anything. Absolutely. There's no gatekeepers. A lot of the like, a lot of like the uh, the billionaires. I listen to talking about like getting degrees and stuff. You know, it's like almost like flipping these days. It's like 10 years ago. You want to get like a degree in engineering. You want to get a degree in like, you know, like whatever super practical. So you can just make the state of the art whatnot. But now it's like, now it's like you want to be making fat chunks. It's like you just have to make it look very pretty. Like you just have to make the quality content. So it's almost like the art. It's like kind of hopping back up. Did you go to college? I'm going to college. I'm like like real low key going to college. Like where at? I mean C- CR. CR. Okay. CR. You know it's like super cheap, and it's like one class. Good in there. school. I like I like the other I like the other semester took like a painting class. You know I'm like taking like a like an English class like a psych class. You know it's like very low key. It's too much though. Yeah. I can't focus too well on anything other than like, you know, I just like hyper fixate on whatever it is that I'm doing. So it's like, it's like those school situations are like, 
relatively challenging. But they're fun. I don't know. That's part of it, though, right? It's a good mental exercise. It's a good mental Especially exercise. Especially the painting. Like, that's, that's going to pay off. Dude, yeah. that's what I'm saying, too. And then just, like, the, uh, you know, fuck COVID. It's, like, it's like the socialization, <laughs> dude. Like, low-key, it's, like, just, like, talking to a bunch of people who are, like, trying to, like, do better. You know? Like, that in of itself is, like, dude, something that's what that people you pay are for missing. With college. Yeah. yeah. It's the There's social experience. The connections. Yeah. Like, it's, like, 90% of it. Everything else. Is that how you felt down in Santa Absolutely. Because, like, I didn't know what I wanted to major when I first went there. And um, the entirety of the time I went there, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm pursuing here. And so, like, that's why I just went with music because it was, like, something I was already going to use for the rest of my life. So why not just, like, double down on it? Awesome. But, um, yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I was literally just going because it was like, oh, you get out of high school, like, you That's go what to you UC, do. Yeah. So you, you do something. Have a degree in four years, but like, yeah, I didn't have a fucking clue. I just thought I was gonna like figure it out, which I guess I did. But I'm probably just gonna end up going back to school because I didn't get much out of it in terms of like real knowledge about any other subject than music. So. Like going back to school for something else, or yeah, because there's music. like a lot of uh, really interesting things that you can get into, like. I'll be down to get into like uh, gender studies, gender yeah. studies, feminist studies, <laughs> woodworking, woodworking. woodworking. Yeah. There's a ton. They have, I mean, they have thousands of classes. Like some sort of engineering would be really cool too. Cause like imagine if, you, or like if you got into like electronics of some sort and like you'd be so good at putting together all the stuff that you had. And like if you did just like a tiny bit of it, like, I don't even going to trade school. I just going to trade school in a, for a couple of years. That's part of it too. It's like, you know, it's like post high school, it's like no clue what you actually want to do. So it's like, I cannot spend the, the cash when I can't like, when I'm not focusing on anything other than like, you know, like the people in the room, you know, it's like, yeah, just wait until I actually know what it is. I, cause you know, it's like nobody, it's like you make the art, but the art's, like, just, like, representative of, like, a perfect world. So it's, like, at a certain point, you realize if you want to, like, actually manifest that perfect world, you have to, like, like integrate into the world and, like, start, like, fucking with things, you know? Like, start making moves. And it's, like, you know what I'm talking about, though? Where it's, like... Yeah, you have to... You feel like you need to just take a step. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to just take start, a step forward. Just start going at it. And see what happens. Yeah. And then reassess. If you're not where you want to be with that step, take a different step. Or take another step and see, okay, where am I at here? Where am I at here? And I think that's how you cultivate, you know, that's how you cultivate a business. That's how you cultivate a record. That's how you cultivate anything. It's like you, you look at it in the most idealistic sense you possibly can. You know, it's like, I feel like too many people are stuck in that, like, in that, like, uh, you know, like, oh, that won't work. You know, the world doesn't work that way. You know, it's like people love to say that when you're trying to tell them like, oh, this is what I want to do. They're like, mm, uh, no, are you sure? I, I don't think that's going to pan out. I can't think out. that hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but like truly, I think that's it. And then it's like, it's like, just stick to it. Set unrealistic goals and then just execute them. You know, it's like the execution. Like, you know, like. Dude, that's the only way you get better at doing anything. Anything. It's like when you get better at doing one thing you're getting better at getting good at things. So, like, the more things you delve into and really just, like, get a lot out of, you can just 
learn new things super easy. Do you think anybody has it figured out? Or anybody? we're all just yeah, dude, a ton of people our way have through it. it figured out in terms of like exactly what they need for their time that they're like here and they're they're getting it. Like they just figure it out a niche where they're like making a living and they're doing something they enjoy a ton. Something maybe that like they think like is helping the world being out there, like just being like, Oh, someone can like like for a musician, like someone can listen to this and like I'm making money off of it, but someone's like gonna get something out of this. And uh with like any profession, you're kinda there can be like a really good spot. I feel like it's if if you go after something that you really love, you can end up making money out of it. If you but how many people are actually going after something they love? I think though that's what worries me. I think though, like like simple people like have it figured out almost better than anyone because it's like if you're just happy and healthy, you know, it's like it's like if you have like a fully formed body, like just a fully formed human body that has like no deficiencies. It's like you don't have to be that smart. You know what I mean? It's like it's like being super smart almost holds you back because you know you're super smart. So it's like you specialize so hard, you specialize so hard, you specialize so hard that it's like you work for a team. Like like you end up you end up like you end up just like looking for a role that somebody gives you opposed to just making the entire, you know, like when you can like almost like zoom out, look at everything like for the macro opposed to just specializing, specializing, specializing. It's like that's where I feel like you really like kind of like figure out how to like put things together. It's like okay, maybe this isn't working because these things are smashing together, but, like, what if we found a way to make them, like, you know, like, go around each other, like. Yeah, dude. It's like when you see the way broadly, you see it narrowly. When you see it narrowly, you see it broadly. That's it, though. That's it, though. That's all it is. Dude, Bezos. I, I stole some money. <laughs> you made your I stole some money. From... <laughs> just went from this profound, exactly. you know, narrowing it, and then Bezos. I gotta tell. I gotta tell a story. Relates. The other the other day, I like uh, I like I got like like a gift card to Amazon, you know, and uh, I bought some like, I bought like a couple shirts with it, and uh, and then they like they like charge my my debit card instead of the gift card, so I called them up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I called him up and I was like, I was like, yo, you got to You got to take the, you got to take the, the card charge off and take, just take the gift card away. You're like, so there's nothing we can do to help you. I was like, I need to speak to a manager. And they like, you know, just pulling a Karen, just pulling an absolute Karen. And then, uh, and then they were like, they put me on hold, came back. There's like, there's nothing we can do to you. Do it for you. There's nothing we can do to you. Uh, and I was like, I'd like to speak to Jeff Bezos directly. And they like put me on hold. Bold move. And then they, they put me on hold, but then they came back and they're like, okay, we'll refund the entire purchase. You can keep the shipment because it's already on the way and you can keep the gift card. Damn. Do you think that's because they were just worried about you when you asked for Jeff Bezos? They're I like, think so. Gotta, I think we gotta so. Just it to this kid. Or they gave him a personal phone call because he has that, that big red phone on his desk and he you answers think? every single, like, every single personal All right, request. I'm going to be him. real right now. Every time I've sent more than one email, the second email being like, no, this is unacceptable. I need a full refund or like um, a new product sent to me. Like right now, I'm not going to like, this is a faulty product. It's defective. And every fucking time they'll set like, because you know like 90% gonna, of companies yeah. on there, it's like guerrilla marketing. They're not going to want a bad review versus just giving someone something that costs less than for like a quarter of what you're buying. Well, for. if you give them one thing for free, you know that they're just going to like... 
they're just going to come back. And they can't really say shit at that point. Yeah. That first no is like a test. Yeah. It's like there's no... And they're there's... asking, can we get away with saying no to this person? Yeah. But I gave Dave, my customer service representative, five stars. You know, it's like... Thank you, Dave. Bezos stepped down. Yeah, he's like... He's not... Oh, he's not he's on He's not anymore. on Amazon anymore. At all? No. I, I don't know if he's still maybe on the board. I know he stepped down as CEO. He's really focusing on Blue Origin. Wow. About to launch himself into space. Everybody's trying to leave. What if he like launches himself up and then just starts like dropping bombs down? <laughs> like he just the, destroys Earth. Yeah, he's the only one like, I don't need this anymore. What do you guys think about that? I would I think that's everybody trying to get uh, to space scenario. The space race. Yeah, the bombing the bombing's not ideal. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the space the race. Scenario. It's trippy. I I mean it makes sense. It makes sense. Like uh it's kind of weird that we weren't involved in space for so long. Like well, we just we got to the moon and then we kind of backtracked. I feel like though, I feel like we've been going as hard as we can cuz we realized like, okay, beyond the moon it's going to cost so much money and we're not going to learn that much more than we already know. So it's like at this point it's like we just got to find somewhere else that's habitable if we can't fix this place. So it's like all the people with money are like you know, it's like well, also, the U.S. is, like, really diverted a lot of money from, like, that sort of stuff to... Because that was, like, you know, JFK time. Like, he really did... Back when NASA had to, funding. Yeah, dude. Everyone, now it's just, like, spreading around the world, like, getting bases up everywhere. It costs a lot to get that military, like, ingrained in the whole world. And that's what we've been doing from, like, 50s to present. Like, it's just... It makes sense, though, with, like, the... With, like, the... Uh, like, the political turmoil in the world like the foreign political turmoil that it's like it's going to be an entirely private thing because like the funding you know it's like you know of course the u.s is going so hard on the military it's like our infrastructure is collapsing so hard it's like it's like how long are we actually going to be able to like stay at the top of our of our power structure that's why i think we got to like we got to like lock down humble Lockdown humble. I'm vying for the arcade. Pull a pull um, a Texas and just say no. We're we're our own beast. Yeah, I'm vying for the arcade republic. We got the renewable water. We got those community gardens. You know, we just got to get guns to everybody, and then we just lock them in. Blow up the the freeways down south, up north. Brendan's put in, in a lot of thought. <laughs> I've heard this before, man. This, this is not, is not the this first is not time like this a is new idea. Up. This has been in this has been in there. Isolate humble. I don't think arcade is going to go for guns though. Hey, can you pass I that think, I think we could get funding from either al-qaeda or russia or both you know that's where we'd get the guns arcada might not go for guns but mckinleyville and fortuna will and oh they're, and they're higher up you know so it's like first line of defense you go east a little bit you know they're down and then they're like in the redwoods and they're like popping around it's all ambush territory it's like i feel like that's going to turn into the hunger games really quick but that's why we gotta keep it all peace and love in Arcata. You know, it's like it's like they legalize mushrooms and whatnot. So they did do that. Yeah. So it's how like, crazy is that? So everybody's just like, I think it's mushrooms. I think it's all psychedelics, isn't it? Yeah. How crazy? That's trippy. Too trippy. All right, you gotta try a hit of this thing. Fat. I got we? this thing with a uh, the filter. I I just cracked it. There's like two little balls in it that have like terpenes that oh. flavor the hit that comes out of it oh goodness i'm gonna yeah, toss right. this blunt out i feel like it's about that time 
Wow. It's an interesting flavor. Isolate Humboldt. I think we're going to need more land than just Humboldt. Well, we just work outward. but And I feel, honestly, I feel like if shit hits the fan and we get into like a war with Russia or China, I feel like they're going to go for the coast first. But we like, we don't vie with them, but we like. We're, we're like Switzerland. Like, yeah, yeah, we're not. Neutral. We're neutral, but it's also like. I'd be like, you guys are chilling. Like we're not flipping. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we still we still need to maintain as good a relations because I mean the states aren't going to collapse entirely. They're just going to like they're going to be spread so thin, you know, with just they're just not going to be able to invade us. So it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like we're still gonna we're still gonna be like low key on their side, but we're also going to be like taking cash from outside. And it's like if there is an invasion, you know, it's like. We're Switzerland. We're Switzerland. At least let us live. So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the case. I think uh, <laughs> Humboldt couldn't like survive on its own, man. And we pull don't, up a Switzerland situation. Yeah, we don't need to like uh, rely on the rest of the state or the country. Like we can just kind of just chill. Yeah. Yeah. We can go in rather than look out. We can go in. Go in, narrow our focus, and we'll be okay. I think so. Just like uh, on what's important, you know, which is water, food, and just like. Those are definitely the two basics. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Shelter. It's got some crazy herbs in there. Dude. The table's almost too big. I like it. I mean, it, what it creates is... It I create, like the width. It creates a good space dynamic. It Oops. creates also, like, like a very, like, distinct... Frame? Yeah, for, like... The lighting is very nice, too. It works really well with the table. Makes me feel like I'm a Norse... A Norseman, like a Viking. Just at a table with, like, a, somebody's having a meeting about, like, where they're going to raid. How we're going to self-isolate? Whether we're going <laughs> to raid Crescent City next, or whether we're going to raid fucking... Santa Rosa, because we've already got Mendocino. Santa Rosa, that's gonna Damn. be that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It might be too far. <laughs> Money. More be people for that. We gotta be smart like that, though. That's where like that's where like that's where like most great conquerors fail. You know, they just go too far, spread themselves too thin. Right. Oof, man. You have some high. You should have some high hopes for for this isolation idea. Well. It's more like it's got to be more reactionary than anything because there's no way that we're going to like there's no way that we're going to do it right now. And I think, you know, like I'm an American. I love America. You know, what I'm talking about like I think America's <laughs> fantastic. However, if it fails, like it's like you got to keep going. Do you think it's going to fail? I don't think so. You think we're good? We're just a little shaky right now. I think we're good. It's I mean, it. it's. It feels a little very dicey tough to say because yeah. you never know for sure. Though. You never know until you're reading a history book about it. You know, like yeah. It's, it's if you're putting all your money on one color, you're going black. Is it going to collapse or what? Well, well, I think I would probably say yes in the log. It's probably going to collapse at collapse. some point you know? in our lifetime. In the next twenty years, I mean, countries don't last that long historically. They this don't, is they weird. Don't. It's weird like, that it's so old. You know, and it's like how much longer? Like, because what we really got is a financial grip. Because it's like, give a hundred years, I mean, the last hundred years of technology, it's like, has been so astronomical. So it's like, 
the reason that we've been like on the forefront, mil- like with the military and everything, is just money. So it's like as soon as one of those other countries like pops up above us, and then it's like China's getting there. China's getting there. China's getting there. And then it's like, uh, and then it's just like hundred years. It's like full flip. I think China might absorb us in maybe a peaceful way, but judging from all of the like weird predictions from like science fiction writers and like weird like a uh, kind of like programmer like um type fiction writers from the 90s everyone kind of thinks that in the future like they always describe it as being like china and they like are kind of everything like they see this like neo china as being this i don't know maybe it's just like two people that i read and it's not actually that widespread but i think that was like i think that was alexander though the like you know china's a sleeping dragon but when it when did he uh, say that i think he said that i think he was like if it wasn't him it was somebody somebody else that was like like that but there weren't that many people like that so i feel like it was him but i feel uh, like china's definitely gonna try at some point it's it's hard to say what's gonna happen i think it's trying yeah i think it's trying they're doing a good job too. It's very smart. Like goddamn, the way they're like uh, buying up uh, land and stuff in Africa by like offering to help them out with like rebuilding stuff, and then when the place is going to debt about it, China's just like, "All right, we'll just take the land <laughs> as payment." Yeah, and the whole Huawei <laughs> situation—they're <laughs> building all these five G networks for all these different countries, putting back doors everywhere they can. You gotta, you gotta homogenize. And uh, you gotta you gotta homogenize. That's what you do, because then you're just like, okay, I'll give you this, and they give you that, and then that just goes around forever. It's like, nah, that's why you gotta suffer. You gotta suffer so that you don't have to homogenize to other people's aesthetic uh, force. You know, it's like it's like it's all personality cults. If it's like Mao Zedong or Jesus or the Buddha or whoever it is, you know, like Nick Flores, dude. It's like. It's, I'm working on my own cult. Yeah. Well, but not even that. It's like it's like businesses too. It's like Amazon, you know, it's like it's Nike. Like Facebook. You know, like Instagram. It's like you're looking at these very specific looking things all the time. It's like that's taking up your mental energy. It's like you go in, it's like it just homogenizes because it's one color pattern in a very set specific way. It's like the same devices, the same everything. It's like homogenizing hard as hell it's just becoming one fucking that's what it's really going to be it's like who's going to be the entire homogenizing force there might be some force that goes faster than countries do and taking over the control of everything like if like an alien or some sort of ai type thing if something pops up that can very quickly just like, it wouldn't be that far out of the question to say some sort of, like, entity kind of like these, like, big, like, Facebooks, like, um, and, uh, and things that could just, like, kind of take control of everything and just be like, oh, like, we have control of, like, everyone's communication and everyone kind of relies on us. If they can get to that point, then they could just be like, all right, here's what's best for you. And you can't do anything else. And then we're just like, oh, shit, we're, like, in this fucking, and then they, like, they're in control of like paying people, so they instantly just have like everyone on their payroll, and it's a utopian society. Yeah, and 
but there's always there's always somebody at the top of those. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what trips always. me out. Is like, why is there always like a bigger dog? You know what I'm saying? It's like, what's up with that? I think it would be like Brave New World. I think that's probably what it's going to turn into. Have you read it? Dude, I actually haven't. Dude, have you? Read I haven't it? read it either. Dude, Brave New World is a like scarily accurate prediction by Aldous Huxley from like the 30s of how the future in like our time was going to be everyone everything is perfect basically like everything is very colonized over like uh lots of buildings lots of um just uh infrastructure and everyone's perfectly accounted for in terms of all the food they get and they do have like little jobs depending on their part in the caste system but um for the most part easy life the castes start off with like grade A's where everyone's like individuals kind of like uh everyone's perfect like they're all just like perfect specimens B is probably kind of like us kind of like more individual people but like regular humans with some like imperfections not like completely perfect but C and below I think C are kind of normal but just like a lower cast but D and E are all clones they just are just like one Damn. person just cloned over and over again and they can't have they can't have sex either right that all the society about is about is having sex like right. the whole motto is um everyone belongs to everybody and so you're just like all the time you're just like going on little dates with all these like like whoever you're like friends at the time it's like oh you want to go on a date and then you just go out and like uh do something and then go and fuck and then like that's your life and uh you have this drug called soma and uh like the stroke song and uh it's you just take it and it's like pure ecstasy it's like it never you don't develop a tolerance to it there's no like um weird come down there's no um like hangovers or any sort of thing like that and uh yeah so it should be like a perfect society in that way even though it's a little, little trippy but then they like there's this whole conundrum about this guy kind of thinking like it's fucked up and then wanting to go back to regular life where yeah, that's not the way things People are. People aren't just taking drugs and fucking everybody. Yeah. Damn. It's not just like, and they they view death as like, it's like, oh, whatever. It's just like, if people die, it's, uh, you know, like, whatever. There's no, like, sadness about it. Like, indifferent. Trying. Yeah, they have kids, like, play around, like, dead people and, like, uh, just haven't been, like, very accustomed to it. So it's not, like, a weird thing in society. Oh, everyone's born in like test tubes too. There's you can't you can't father or mother any parents like or any kids. <laughs> any parents, parents that would be that'd be impressive. <laughs> but you're still fucking all the time. Uh, you're fucking all the time, but they wear like contraceptive belts. So like wow, yeah, like you uh, they're just like full of uh, like no 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 pregnancy because it's like illegal to get pregnant. And, uh, Have you seen Ready Player One? No. Nah. It's a really good book. Great movie. I have not read the book. I feel like I have seen it. What? It's that kind of dystopian world. Everyone's in this alternate universe through virtual reality and like that's their metaverse. Yeah, kind of like the metaverse. There's this evil company that kind of owns it, sort of, and they're trying to get this key to like the actual company. That's crazy. I don't know. If it's I've a good movie. Have you guys seen the one uh have you seen the one where they where they like like houses get so expensive that they like make like these tiny, you know, like mega mansions 
and then shrink people. You know, you spend your life savings and you get like a whole life figured out, but you're hella small. So it's like real cheap to make. You know, is that with Matt Damon? Yeah. I think I've seen that. What's this called? I I don't know. Like small small world, small Small, world, maybe it's small world, small home, small world. I don't know. That's another one. That's fucking. Yeah. He shrinks and the plan is for him and his wife to shrink. And he shrinks and she doesn't. And now he's just left in this this town by himself. Right. That's fucked. She Try just leaves him. Yeah. Like he's forever fucking And he tiny. wakes up and he's small. Right? And he looks up and it's her and she's big. And he's like, what? What? Why are you not? She's like, actually, that doesn't look so good. I'm like, yeah. Stay big. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Sorry. And then she leaves. Yeah. Wow. That was a trip. I forgot about that part. Yeah, that's that's a crazy movie too. I don't know. Where I was going with that, there's this evil company that I th- believe the founder of that virtual world created as he was creating that virtual world. And this company's trying to get the actual rights to it. And I feel like that's Facebook. Like Facebook's building this thing that's yeah. going to consume everybody and they're going to throw up ads and they're going to just be ingrained even more so in your daily life. The metaverse. Dude. Yeah. No, that's it though. That's what that's what reality is. We got we got Bezos going we got Bezos going to space and then we got Zuckerberg going to the metaverse. It's gonna be like aesthetically and then we got China taking over the whole world. So it's like aesthetically what are you gonna go to? And then that's what your entire like that's where it splits. That's where the multiverse splits, I think, is like right there. With that's the fucking tricky. The metaverse and then Bezos and then China, you know, like it's like three distinct things. That's three that powers. Trifecta. That's that. That's that Anunnaki shit, though. You know. What is that? It's just like whatever happened before, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is probably nothing. I don't. I don't know. I don't really believe in that. But the you Zucker believe in the Anunnaki. I do actually, but only right now thinking about it. Like, I, what is I the Anunnaki? The Anunnaki is the. Uh, ancient back in like sumeria one of the earliest recorded uh, civilizations like like days back to like probably like around like ten thousand years ago like uh the writings at least are about six seven thousand years ago um but they talk about how uh, humans were. <laughs> that was such a I almost forgot. Up. I almost forgot I was, where I was going. I thought you were going to say, and then they all die. Like, I almost forgot where I was going. I was, was going. waiting for the drop, and it, people hypothesize that they uh, wow humans were bred from uh, from monkeys <laughs> by aliens. So aliens came and mated, like or like didn't mate, but they like used their own like a uh, life force to. Like create us help monkeys like turn into like an apes turn into humans and so they like just like advance them a whole ton and like kind of combine them with themselves and that's what we are it's this kind it's of like, this is a sumerian text just, that says this well it's like some no, like rocks and shit there's this one guy who uh has done a bunch of research about it i haven't like looked too far into his stuff but um a lot of people there's like a website dedicated to why he's wrong and like a bunch of like uh, debunking things on it but he does say that humans were created by these aliens to uh i think (sighs) 
Like they were done for a certain purpose. It's there probably was like fun they were supposed if to you do. think about it. Like it's like, oh shit, another planet with like some like monkey like creatures that can be bred to be like I think they the wanted exact us to, like, form that, that we are. You know, it's like it's just like a breeding project real quick. It's like if you had the power to, why not? Right. Well, I think and they wanted flying them as around like, like a little slaves. So they just like made them to do a specific thing, I think. But, Imagine that from like like a backpacking perspective though. You know what I mean? Like you're in your spaceship, like some fucking some like alien hippies that are like flying around the globe and like all they're doing with their time, they're like pretty much eternal. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't really die because like they have to travel super far. It's like raise some monkey creatures real quick, like have them build some weird rock pyramids for you and then what if they come on to the next on one. Like every couple thousand years. I hope that's what we do one day. When we're just China conglomerate, fucking. <laughs> when we merge, yeah. Probably what, maybe it's us in the future, just coming yeah. back to fuck with us. That's that's crazy from just like a chemical perspective too, though. You know, like, like just that that process going on of these like these monkey creatures just kind of like keeping going. So, do you believe in the Anunnaki? Not necessarily. Like, I I, I have no reason to say that it's for fact, but it's like. It is one interesting way to think about the chronology, like going from going from Anunnaki monkey breeders all the way up to uh all right, time for a musical interlude. But no, I was just doing <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but 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 like going from the uh go, <laughs> going from the Anunnaki monkey um breeders to the Zuckerberg multiverse, you know? Come a long ways. Come a long ways. About to contact them in the metaverse. You're be like, what? You're like, what? <laughs> you guys are here in the metaverse. What? And so you feel like that connection is linear. Interesting. Yeah. It's just one. It's like, write it out. One way of writing it out. But that's all that, like, uh, that's all, like, chilling. That's all any good like novel or like or like uh like movie is, you know, it's like Have you guys seen nineteen eighty four or read it? Yes. I have not. I have not. I gotta read it. <laughs> I gotta read either. it. All all those like dystopian That just comes to mind. All those dystopian books that everybody says I have to read, I just I just like have not read. I wanna read that one. I wanna read that one too. Yeah. And and Brave New World, I feel like you got. I know. I feel it. like I have to read that now. Yeah, I think Brave New World is almost better. But 1984. Is Huxley. Do though. you think we're ever gonna have another great author? <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm writing this book. It's like the Bible, but it's like 2.0. But it's like the Anunnaki. Well, it's it's about Brendan's version. It's about like like the Epstein stuff, but it starts from like uh starts from like Rome. You know, it's like Julius Caesar. It's like. It's like from the grapes perspective, you know. Oh, there's a I put that bottle opener right there if you need it. Do you mind if I uh, use the lighter for it? Oh no. Go ahead. And then it's like it's like all it's like all power structures over the course of, of human history have been like in order to like keep this like child sex club going. You know, from Epstein all the way back to like like Caesar, like Rome. <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah. and the whole chronology of it, and that's all it is. You know, it's like, that's all it's ever been. It's like, just a group of like, 
How how deep are you into this book right now? About 350 pages. Wow. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I got like I got Shit. like I got like 20 though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just like free free hand. But my book is the start. This uh, is Brendan's book. It's called the President's Club. It's a it's a yeah. I mean, I could definitely see every like civilization having like every time period. There's gonna be some group of guys like just fucking doing that. That's some shit. It's shit. just it's just the ones the ones that want that that level of power, you know, or like that's the reason why you don't. I don't know. It's probably much less like it's very weird. I don't fuck with that. Back in the day, it was probably just like well, how would you spread it? You know. Who would know? You don't have the internet, right? Probably just like common knowledge, and you just, just like, oh, you just keep it very, very locked very in. Tight. What inspired this book? The Epstein, the Epstein scandals. Case. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Glenn Maxwell's trial is going on right now. She dropped a bunch of names. Did she? I have not. I need to. Watch. I haven't either. Apparently, Jared Fogle was one of them, though. The I subway heard... dude. Jared. Really? Yeah, he had hella child porn and was like hella trafficking j- children. And he was involved with that. And he was involved. Hella was one trafficking of the children. Wait, yeah. he was trafficking children? <laughs> no, no, no. He was hella trafficking children. <laughs> God damn. What a guy. Wow. For them or with them? Just involved. I don't Just know. Just involved. But that's one of the names that she had. I heard that they are looking back into, what is it, Prince Andrew for his involvement? Yeah. And I think she said... She dropped Trump's name for something. I can't remember what. Well, there's like pictures of Trump with like Ivanka on his lap. It's like a 13 year old girl. Whoa. Yeah. But is that real? Yeah. Just pictures of him and her. Like there's nothing inherently fucking. You pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. I feel like (laughs) we have to see this. Yeah. 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 So I concur. Cool. I feel like I'm like in the Avengers right now. Just like, oh yeah, I didn't even recognize that there was a TV mission. right there. I, I know it's know nicely. How. It's it's like the black on black. Um, Ivanka Trump. Thirteen. Thirteen. <clears throat> Trump lap. Oh, that's definitely not it. Wait, is Ivanka his daughter? Uh, not Ivanka. Melania, dude. Okay. It makes sense that he would have Ivanka. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait a sec. Melania Trump. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, well, no images came up. Here we go. So wait, how much older is he than his wife? I don't know. That looks like it's Ivanka Trump he's walking with. Trump lab. Feels weird Googling this. I'm going to be honest. Like that? I don't know. No, she does not look thirteen in that one. I really don't know. Brendan, what are you what are you out here spreading fake news? Yeah. 
You guys ever get so I high that so. you start feeling like there's an earthquake going on? <laughs> but it's like in Is your, that where you're at? But it's like in your teeth. A little bit. A second ago, I was like, is this shaking? See the FBI come in. It always is. Brendan, what are you doing, man? It might have gotten deleted. They might have got the lawyers on it, like, hello, well. But shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know, to be frank, but I've seen it. Maybe it was just in a dream or something. That is an interesting dream. Probably have to look it up on, like, Reddit or something. Ivanka Ivanka Trump's lap dance with Donald. That looks fucked. That looks, like, not real. That's Snopes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That looks like it's in a lot in front of a lot of people. Didn't he say? Didn't he say some wild shit when he was running back in 2016? That Ivanka's hot, or he'd date her if I think he wasn't so. related to her. Why do I feel like I remember seeing that? I think so. I don't know though. I think he said something crazy he, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he. Uh... I think he like he dated his daughter if yeah she wasn't his daughter i think his so. daughter's hot something weird like i that. think i think socially the man the dude's fucking repugnant but i do think that he did kill less people like foreign bombing like you know he killed a lot less people in the last shit ton of presidents how many people do you think biden's already killed a lot he he fucking likes it damn cut to that that's gonna be the intro now for this video he likes it and then it's gonna cut to that jesus that's why it's been so like awkward on everything he's really just thinking about get back (laughs) to the fucking war plans man just want to get back to the bomb room dog do you think trump's gonna win (laughs) do you think trump's gonna win I, I he runs. Do you think he's gonna run? I haven't thought about it at all. I I'm really right. like after after Biden, I'm I'm like detached. You know, like I'll I'll like I'll like look at who's running when they start running. But at this point it's like I don't think it's the most practical. I think it all goes it all goes to, to the shit. Yeah, it's all it's all gonna collapse and then it's like we just gotta like grab it real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like I bet there's gonna be some candidate that kinda like takes it over and Everyone's like, oh, Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think they're going to try to run her, There's which so freaks many me better out. better candidates. That's just sad. Literally it's almost even, everyone. But it's like, it's like, who, who, uh, who wants that job? Who do people actually know, though? Because if they put up somebody that nobody knows, because most people don't the know Rock. anybody. Dwayne The Rock. Yeah. I hope so. That, Dwayne The Rock versus Kanye. He's not gonna win. Didn't he get like three thousand votes? Yeah, in twenty sixteen. He's going. He's either he's either gonna go crazy or take over the world. I mean, I think he's gone. He changed his name to Yay. Might do both. That kind of always was his name, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird though that he changed it to it. Like legally. Yeah. I didn't see that. Pointless. It is a. it is less letters, so it's, like, simpler. Like, from, like, a French perspective. Yay, West. I think Trump's going to win. <laughs> Yay, West. Yay I think West. Trump's going to win. If he ran, I think he could win. If it was against, like, Kamala, 
Yeah. We had to have to, the Democrats would have to put up somebody good. Yeah. Or even if the Republicans put up somebody good. Somebody that people actually want. Do you think it's going to be a branding thing though now? I think it with always. With Trump and with Biden, it always was. It always was. That's all it can be though. It's like those personality cults, dude. It's like. Yeah, I'd be worried about the advertising they would use in like 2024 because we're going to be kind of accelerated in terms of social media by that point a little bit from now. So it's going to be ads in the metaverse. They're probably going to be very able to like sway people a certain way. They definitely are just mass marketing. That's why I feel like art jobs are almost like like the best thing to go for is because you can subvert psychology like like so easily through just very well like just just good looking graphics like that's really like that's almost it just if it looks real good if it looks better than everything then it's gonna sell do you guys understand the whole nft thing no dude it's, i don't either it is the future though like that's what <laughs> that's what everything's gonna be though it's like it's like tickets i mean it's like dude, what is it it's it's just an image that only you own. So it's like basically just a file, sure, but it's like existing like it's like a direct transfer. So maybe it's an image that other people have, but it's like it's like you you go stand in front of a house, take a picture of yourself in front of that house. It's like, ha, ah, this is my house. But it's like it's not. You don't live there. You know what I mean? Like you don't actually own the house. So it's like with pieces of art, you know, like things like that, it's like so how do you make money off of the investment though? It's you own it. How you do you own make the money image? Off of like the image? if the, if somebody uses it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's like so you're just buying the rights to that. Image. But isn't just that just it. copywriting? Yeah, I thought that you're was work. It is. It is basically. I think that's how people got to think about it. Simply, is a copyright basically, but it is a little more complicated than that because it's entirely digital. But like, not really. Wait, so who's going to enforce, like, if someone uses the image, who enforces? I mean, the record labels are probably still going to own a lot of the music. You know, it's like things like that. Lawyers. But, like if I owned an a NFT and someone used it on something, what would I do? Like, you could contact the lawyer. I think so. Or like you do it yourself. what's going to stop people from so it's just pirating stuff? Like Nothing ever will. I don't get it. I think you could just change the image a tiny bit in like Photoshop. Just tweak it so slightly. Yeah. Like, say, this is not, my original image. It's not your yeah. image, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's my piece of art. I know what you're saying, but I think it's going to become a, like, especially in the Zuckerverse, like, it's going to, it's going to, like, it's going to be like the transference of. It seems like it's I don't know. I would big. say just don't, don't count it out because I do think it is. I do, I'm low key predicting it is like the future. Like, Investing in this shit is probably gonna like Dude, people a lot smarter than me are making a lot of money off just trading this right now. So hundreds of thousands of dollars, and it's the concept too. Like there can be more to it. Like, like, like it's gonna become packages and and whatnot. Like, like it's whole. Just like how does it work in reference to art though? I think what it's gonna be the Zuckerverse. It's gonna be packages for your reality. You know, and like that's what you're purchasing in an NFTs NFT. Are the package right? And like you're purchasing this, and you own it. You own, and it's a piece of art because it's what what's around you. You know, it's like creation. But like, 
who has access to it. And so like when you buy a game, you're buying an NFT, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like you're buying an NFT. You're buying in on the NFT. But it isn't anything. Yeah, no, I don't. I just don't know why, like. Why is it saying? I don't know how I could make money off of it any quicker than I could make money off of just owning a picture with a copyright on it. And it just seems, I don't know, maybe when it starts getting a little bit more, like, Fleshed used out. by people, yeah. then I'll be like, oh, well, that's that's a good way to use it. But I'm, at the moment, it just seems like, why even? I don't know. It's probably... I'm definitely not going to pretend like I know that much about it either, but but I do think it's the future. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those. They're like NFT drops or whatever, right? I've seen a lot of people posting about those. I don't know. I think it's a big – it seems like it's a big deal. I don't think it's mainstream yet, but it seems like a lot of people are buying NFTs. Just the people who are talking about it, I feel like – I don't really know what they're saying too much, just because I, just, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do think it is a future. Do you have any NFTs? No. No. I'm gonna start a portfolio of NFTs just so I can be like, oh yeah, I got NFTs. I got yeah, a whole bunch of. Them. You gotta start making them and selling them though, cause, because people are paying crazy amounts of money. When you make them, is there like a certain software or something you're using, or you're just creating an image? I think you're just creating an image, and then it's like through the method of transference. Like if it just never has a chance to go anywhere else. I mean, it's like music. Music or music is kind of an NFT. Like songs are kind of NFTs. It's a package. You know, it's like albums are kind of nfts especially in this day and age like spotify it's like you're buying in on it (laughs) just by listening to it on that kind of whatnot but spotify owns it or owns access to it actually people pay them so that they can have access to it so it's like a it's like a counter release of the NFT. But well, like the record labels too, you know, like they own that. I think it is going to be something like that though. You know, it's like, it's like video games. 20 like, years from now, the NFTs are all the rage. I, I mean, that's probably going to be the case. I, it's just, at this point, I really don't have like any idea what it's going to Yeah, I don't, like. I don't yes. know. Yeah. I feel like a old boomer, you know. <laughs> Basically, how do you, how do you turn on the computer? Basically though. Yeah. How do I trade in? I have to check that out. I got to look into that and I got to look into the whole blockchain Bitcoin thing. Yeah. Or just catch on once it's the thing going on. Dude, I mean, everything is crashing like right now. Just wait until it looks like it's almost going to start picking back up and just start progressively like start out small. And then just if it starts going up, start buying in before because it. At the moment, it has a lot of headroom to go up. It was like kind Bitcoin. of overinflated. No, the whole market. Oh. But Bitcoin's kind of, it's unrelated for the most part, but the whole market is like a, at a pretty big low right now. 
it's going to be a good time to buy in. Once everything starts point. to just steadily raise for a little bit, once it's like, once there's no like, like, cause you can like, you can like day trade and whatnot. That's kind of fun. But like, but like, that's going to be good. Once it's like, you can just like trust it again for a second. Yeah. It's pretty volatile right now. Yeah. But you can like you can like trip out on that if you're like looking every couple minutes. And, like, oh yeah, if you're checking every day, it's, you're up two hundred bucks. You're down a thousand. Yeah, it's like you're back up thirty. That was that was like the most fun. I was only really doing that like right when COVID hit, you know, because it's like, dude, like the airlines. Did you get in on a GameStop at all? I didn't get in on a GameStop at all. <laughs> oh, shit, I got in like two shares worth of GameStop one time for. Not very much profit, like maybe like fifty bucks profit, and then end up losing like another, like uh, probably more than that. Uh, trying to trade it again, oh. but my uh, my sister's boyfriend, he uh, in like one day when it was at its most volatile, made like ten grand off of that fucking uh, that fucking stock, just trading it back Whoa. and forth with all the volatility, doing like um, calls and shit, and. Uh, Oh, how crazy uh, is that? That is just gambling. And too. that whole month, like uh, when all that was happening, he was making like quite a bit every day, like probably like a, a couple thousand on most good days just from trading this thing because it was so volatile and weird at the time, but kind of predictable in an odd way. Yeah. But uh, shit like that happens. That's probably going to happen when things start picking back up. It's just going to be other little things like that. Yeah, Definitely. the problem is just timing it, right? Cause you can't, you, you can though. Like if you're like, if you're like paying attention, but it's like, you gotta be paying attention. It's yeah. Like especially with that one, you had to, you had to really be paying attention. Cause who saw that coming? Well, it's kind of a gamble, but also like, it's a pretty good gamble. Cause you have all this information to go by on what's going to happen. Just pay it like, cause you can look at almost every aspect of what goes into like, uh, how the markets are going to change in certain ways takes a lot of fucking time but like if you have the right just analytics on everything if you're just really paying attention if you're just like that's the thing you gotta invest time yeah that's really what it is though it's like i think that is like money is it's like you just like are investing the time and it's like it's like efficiency of time investing you know it's like it's trippy but it's like making making like a successful podcast or like successful music project or like anything it's just like just maximizing those hours like that's really what it comes down to is like it's like just spreading it out and then cutting out everything unnecessary not even everything like unnecessary stuff is good just for like spontaneity but like you know time management is like everything yeah that's 90 percent of what success is yeah. Just time management. I think I think I think it's a hundred and then but like you know, it's like <laughs> but it's like but it's like, you know, you're vibing too. You know, it's like time be, management. But <clears throat> like you work incredibly hard so you can just have that like chunk, you know, where it's like just going in. Just like, okay, what's next? You know, it's like that's what I love about like the mountains and like making the record was really fucking cool for that. Cause it's like seven days, not thinking about anything. It's like nobody has school or work or like any worries, you know, it's like 
smoking pot all day long, just making fucking, you know, it's like execution, execution, just going in. I don't know. That's the thing, right? If you're fucking around, wasting time watching Netflix and you have shit you're supposed to be doing, it eats at you because you're like, I should be doing this other stuff that I'm not. A lot of people, a lot of people fall into that trap. But I think. At the same time, it's like it's like you you pick exactly what you like want. You just people know exactly the life they want, and I think that people do get it. Like, like, like I think there's a lot of pain and suffering in the world, but at the same time, like, like it's like all life is fucking so incredibly complicated. Like, there's so like infinite detail in every single. And it's like people make their way to making exactly what they make of the world around them, like through their time. So it's like, I know that I want to maximize my time, but other people, you know, it's like, you cannot, you can't do anything. You know, it's just like. Well, at the same time, I love people that just like know that what they want to do is like put a certain amount of their time toward just like fucking off. And yeah. Like just chilling. Yeah. It's like. there's got to be a lot of people that just it's nice having a lot of people around that are just like i just want to do this and this and it's not not like a huge huge like uh venture to do but it's still just like you have to be like i don't know if, if like everyone just like did something but did it like really well and that's what makes the world like really cool is just people enjoying what they do and just like even a lot of like the simple things absolutely no I think I think that I don't know what I think but also just people in general like doing stuff like as long as someone's like doing something passionate about it that's like it's very easy to like try and relate to because I don't know I think that's the key to <laughs> I, I, I think that's know. the key to life and happiness is just finding something you're passionate about and just running with it as far as you can. Going at it with everything. I think that's where everything comes from. I think it's like it's crazy though cuz like people a lot of people are not living very very happy lives, but a lot of people are living very 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 happy lives. Like like it's like there it really is just an infinite spectrum. And it's like each one is so like I don't know. I almost just went into the same rant. You know what I'm saying? It's a complicated topic, but uh but uh it's nuanced it's because happiness is different for everybody. Right. Yeah. But what makes what, somebody really happy might make somebody else miserable. That might be part of the problem is that you can't even really think about it. You know, so it's like it's hard to like, it's hard to like even what if, cause every what if it only existed like in your brain. So it's like thinking about other people. It's like, you can't really even think about other people. It's like, cause if you're comparing, you know, it's like, yeah, you're not the in worst. it. What is that quote? Like, Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. yeah. The thief of all joy. That's real. That's it. That's it. That's really it. So you gotta just be thinking about it as little as possible and then just doing it. And then everything in the world, just like, like if you're doing that, everything works in your favor. 
like if you're if your head's just down and you're just focusing on what it is you got to do everybody will fucking you know everybody will like you and even if they don't it's like it doesn't really matter you know it's like you just know that and then it's like it's like you just keep going and it's like well evan respects that like drive to just do what you're doing like everyone it kind of inspires people to do that themselves so like that's just the best way that's the best way to relate to people too because like everyone's trying to do something but just by keeping going. And I think that's that's really it. It's like, that's the only way that you're actually ever going to change people is by them like seeing something that they replicate, like want to replicate. You know, it's like, it's like just by like actually doing it. But it's like how, like, you know, it's like, I don't know. But that's what I love about everyone. It's like everybody has something. Everybody has something like real like, you know, they just have to find it. Well, it's not even about them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, like it is, but it's like, you pick up on it. You know what I'm saying? You pick up on it. And it's like, I respect this characteristic. You know, it's maybe like, I don't want these other couple of characteristics, but like, I respect this characteristic. So I'm going to like, try to incorporate that. You know and it's like? That happens with every single, every single bounce off of every single individual. I feel like you can get some inspiration from everyone. There's a little bit of something that everyone has. Even if you like, oh, it's good quality. I love that though. That's what's crazy about like my job though. It's like just like going into uh, like people's homes just when they're at the end of their life. You know what I'm saying? Just like bringing them things, working with them. It's like it's like you really like you see the entirety of a lifespan. Like it's like you're just in there and it's like all of their things, you know, their family, like, or lack thereof, you know, it's like, it's like, you're just experiencing this full totality. And it's like, I feel like as sad as that sounds like it would be a lot of the time, that would be like such a rewarding thing to be able to talk to all those people. Like they probably have great life experience. So many stories and things. It's humbling. It's real humbling. And and like, it just keeps you, it just keeps you focused in on like, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, just death. It's like, it's like kind of been death for like, like that's like been what's going on. It's like, it's like when you just keep that at the forefront, you know, it's like, this is the thing that everybody like has impending. It's like, it's like you just realize like, oh, like, damn, you know, like should probably do something here. Like this is limited. Like this is a limited venture we have going on. And when you like, when you like realize that, like, like possibility of like finality, it's like, like, what am I going to do? You know, like, I don't know. Damn. Boys, I think we can, I think we can end it on that. (laughs) That was a, that was a great wrap up. Yeah, it's already nine nine twenty. Dude, thank you so much yeah. for having Christ. us. We gotta do this again, man. That was a freaking that was a blast. Yeah, yeah that was dude. that was this a is, lot of fun, man. This was super cool. This is an yeah. amazing setup you got. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a trip. It's yeah. been a trip. I'm dude, glad you guys freaking pleasure. came on, yeah, man. I had a great freaking time. Yeah. Uh do you have anything you want to plug? Music? Uh um, other things, socials? Probably just no my uh, Instagram account, Alex underscore Vasilovich. That's the only place I would really be putting out any 
word of music at the moment. <laughs> Any shows or things that I'm playing at will be on my story probably. Yeah. At B Ballsley twenty two. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Girl, pays Nick for us. Woo! Woo!